Welcome to Checks and Balances. I'm Michael Vincent. This is James Blair. And today we have Andrew Higgs from Lighthouse Financial Services. In this week's episode, five top tips for businesses during lockdown. Awesome to have you here today with us, Higgs. We thought lockdowns still around, some moving levels, those outside of Auckland, I hope you're enjoying the freedom of level two. But Higgs, we thought with business owners really feeling the pinch, a lot of uncertainty now and probably in the future as well. It'd be great to have you on and talk about tips for business owners and how they can manage these unprecedented times. Yeah, great to be here, guys, and thanks for having me. And um, I think it is really important that we talk about this. We're in a lockdown now. Obviously, some people are dropping down, but there's the potential for these again. And I think it's important business owners know what's available to them, when it's available and other things they could be doing to help themselves out. Yeah, that's a great point. And just before we jump into the top tips, I think um, what we should probably do is give a little bit of background about Andrew Higgs. So Andrew Higgs is an accountant for Lighthouse Financial Services. Um, He heads up our business accounting division. So really experienced um, uh, in all things business accounting, has a lot of in-depth knowledge on this. So great to, uh, to get some tips from him. Thanks, guys. I, I think as well, Higgs, a lot of business owners, not all, but quite a lot, are isolated, right? These times, uh, you're trying to keep it going. You're trying to keep your employees going, trying to think about where your business is going to roll going forward. But if you're, if you're by yourself or don't have a lot of support, something like this is great to go, all right, these are five things within my control that I can knock off over the next few weeks before I really get rock, rocking and rolling back in business. Yeah, definitely. So these are these are things that all business owners could do, no matter what type of business they have, um, and it'll help them one get through this time, and two, hopefully, be a bit more resilient as they move forward as well. Yeah, and there's probably some synergies as well with those who aren't business owners. Owners, some of them we're going to talk about are definitely for business owners when we talk about uh, resurgence package and um, and what's available. But some of the other tips, I think, are definitely good for anybody whether you're an employee or a business owner yeah absolutely. 100%. So, so higgs do you want to hit us with your first tip yeah sure so first thing i'm going to talk about is government support available to businesses during lockdowns and alert level changes um so first up the big one that we have available is the wage subsidy and that basically helps business owners to keep their staff employed. It gives them gives them $600 per full-time employee to, one, keep them on the books, keep them in work and keep connected with them through the lockdowns, even if they're unable to work at all. This obviously helps keep some cash coming in the door, means that your staff are getting paid something and means that when you come out the other side, hopefully everyone on your book still has a job to come back to. Yeah. And are there there any conditions around sort of getting that um, wage salary? Yes. So the main condition you have to be able to meet is you have to be able to show a 40% drop in revenue compared to an average two-week period in the six weeks leading up to the alert level change. Yeah. So... A reasonably big drop. Not every business is going to qualify, but a lot are. If you've had to shut your doors and you've got nothing coming in, then you want to be getting on to that subsidy as soon as possible. Yeah. 
And what's the easiest way that I could find that information and then sort of present it? Like, is it, do I get that from zero and is there a portal I log into or something like that with the, with the government? Yes. So basically, first thing you want to be looking at is your accounting software. Take a look at your P&L. You should be able to pull up a nice comparative of the two weeks, sort of two week block showing your revenue during the lockdown periods compared to a six week comparison. Yeah. And that very quickly, you're able to see where, if that revenue drop has met the requirements. Um, and it's reasonably, the system to log in and apply for it is reasonably simple. The government's made it really, really quick and easy because they want people to get this money as fast as possible. So yeah, right. there's, a, there's a portal on the Ministry of Social Development website you log in there, you select whether you're self-employed or whether you're an employer that has employees, and then you just have to basically enter your IRD number, um, your employees' date, date of birth, names, and IRD numbers, and whether they're full-time or part-time, and then yeah, cool. hit the button, and they pay it out generally within three working days. Yeah, nice. Great. And, and what else is available out, outside of that um that benefit to keep everybody employed. Yeah, so outside of the wage subsidy, there's also the resurgence support payment, which is administered by IRD, and that's aimed at giving you money to sort of pay your other operating expenses throughout the lockdown. So you're probably still going to have some sort of rent payment. You still have your overheads that you have to deal with. So this is a one-off payment, and it basically as a $1,500 lump sum plus $400 per full-time employee you have. And you have to show a 30% drop in revenue to qualify for that, for that payment. Yeah. There's, oh, cool. there's also, and then there's also the small business cash flow loan, which they, the government released last during the first big lockdown we had in 2020. But then they have gone, that's still available if you didn't apply for it last year it's still available to apply for now uh it has a very it has no interest rate if you pay it back within two years and then yeah. if you you have a five-year window to pay it back and if you don't pay it back in the two-year window you get charged three percent interest on the loan yeah. so still a very low rate business loan yeah not a bad rate for a commercial loan at all um, and i yeah. think that's just when if, if you're looking at that sort of thing um you know have a chat to your accountant. Uh, you know, you can reach out to Higgs or the guys at, um, at Lighthouse and, and, and see what the story is there. So yeah. what's, your, uh, what's your second tip for, uh, for business owners? So the second tip, this one's for business owners, but this is also for anyone who spends money on anything, basically. I, this one I like to call trim the fat. And this one, this tip's around taking a look through your bank accounts, take a look, and if you're a business owner, go through your accounting software, your profit and loss, and yep. start analyzing your expenses. Start looking at where you're spending money that perhaps you, sh you don't need to be. Um, and the, real, the really common one that I see, and this is businesses, but this is also me personally, it's all of my friends, basically anyone I speak to is subscription costs. So we're in a world now where it's very easy to, see something pop up on Facebook, Instagram saying, here's the sub, you pay monthly, it'll do this for you. Yeah. Um, you log in, put in your credit card details and suddenly you're paying this bill every month and you might use it once or twice and forget about it. Yeah. So 
for businesses, really important that these systems that you're putting in place are actually relevant to your business. And if you test and it doesn't work, that you actually cancel it. Yeah, because yeah. there's so many that just sit there for years, not getting used, but you're still paying the $20 a month. Yeah, yeah. Higgs, I can certainly relate to that as a um, relatively new business that wants to be dynamic. I know you like that word, Michael. <laughs> di- di- dynamic, trying to be cutting edge means that I give a lot of subscriptions a crack. And then maybe there's some that I keep going a little bit longer than I should. So I just did this activity recently. And, uh, you know, there was a couple hundred bucks a month that I was able to, to pull out very easily and just good practice, right, to every once in a while go, what are my expenses, what's going out, what's not coming through to the bottom line, and I can I can pull out. But I know a good lesson for me was thinking, ooh, I better regularly do this, otherwise I'm going to end up <laughs> with a very large uh, expense bill at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, and I know yeah. James has been trying to get me to trim the fat on my expenses as my financial advisor for a while, and he's he's still struggling. <laughs> so I, I I know it's a, I know it's a tough task. Oh, Michael, <laughs> I have a very I have a very straightforward plan with you. I just talk to Christina. I don't even engage <laughs> in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Cool. So what's uh, what's third on the list, Higgs? So third on the list. This one's still about expenses, but what I'm going to touch on here is rent relief uh, during a lockdown. Obviously. Level four and level three, you can't really access access your office spaces, your building sites in level four, things like that. If you're paying rent you and you're still paying full rent, what we recommend is that you get in touch with your landlord and actually have a chat to them about what's going on and see if they can offer any form of relief. A lot of commercial landlords straight away, as soon as lockdowns hit, have come out to their tenants and just offered relief straight away. So that's obviously a bonus. If your landlord's gone and done that already, then you're sort of halfway there. But if they haven't and the communication lines haven't been opened, we definitely recommend getting in touch and talking with them because rent's one of your biggest costs. And if you can't access your space, you sort of want to be getting some kind of relief there. Yeah, and I think landlords... um, uh, because they've been through this a bit, are a little bit more forgiving on this sort of stuff. Um, obviously, people love to pin landlords as sort of, you know, um, the big bad guys sitting in their ivory tower who just collect, you know, money every month without without doing much. But a lot of them have, you know, fixed expenses, loans, interest, all these sorts of things on the property that they do need to keep paying. So, you know, they, they may need some money coming in, even if they can't give you full relief. But at the end of the day, you know, I think most landlords sort of know that you know, some money coming in and still having a tenant in place when we get out of um, lockdown is better than losing a tenant, having to find tenants again, go through all that cost, negotiate contracts, all that sort of thing. Yeah, that's the big uh, thing. Yeah. yeah, it costs so much more to have to find a new tenant than to give two months rent relief to someone mm-hmm. that you know is going to be there long term. Yeah, especially with the uncertainty going forward around working from home, some businesses getting rid of office space and uh, you'd want, you'd want to keep your tenant as much as, as much as possible. And as, as you said, Michael, there's a lot of good landlords out there. Like our landlord reached mm. out to us without even engaging going, Hey guys, I know it's tough at the moment. Uh, this is what I'll do for you. And I, I thought that was great. I know, especially for the penthouse at the PWC building. I was like, oh, I never thought that would happen. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Hey, what's, uh, what's next on the list? 
Uh, so number four on the list, this one ties back in to keeping the communication lines open, but this one's around your invoices and what you have owing to you and being honest and open with your customers and talking to them. So obviously everyone's hurting during this lockdown. People can't work, businesses are struggling. But what I think is really important is actually talking to your customers who aren't paying you, not sitting there and thinking, I don't want to hassle them. And then suddenly their overdue invoices are getting 60, 90 days overdue and you've got had no money come in from them. Mm. So what we recommend is that you talk to them. You might set up payment arrangements where they're paying you what they can during this time, but at least you're getting some money in because some money is better than none. And then at the end of the day, if they do tip over because of this lockdown, you've still collected some money on that on that debt and it's not completely gone. Yeah, I think that's a really important point that if if money stops, stops getting circulated around the economy, the wheels stop moving, it's going to get very ugly very quickly. So have the conversations, do what you can. I also think there's probably an element of pride in there as well that you don't mm -hmm. want to have those conversations, probably don't really want to call people out and hey, going, hey, what's going on with this overdue invoice? But as you said, Higgs, everybody's hurting just about getting on the blower. People appreciate options where you go, hey, I know it's tough, but can we do this? Can we do that? And something is definitely better than nothing. And the wider implications of doing something help help everybody. And when we get out of lockdown, New Zealand will be in a much better shape. Yeah. Exactly. If you can get your customer to pay you 10% and you're struggling, it means you can probably pay someone you owe money 10% and it keeps things moving as much as possible. So Higgs, you're up to the last and final tip. What have you got for us? Yeah, so the last thing I want to touch on is we're in this lockdown. Business owners have time on their hands and they should be sitting there and saying to themselves, how can I actually generate income? What can I be doing during this time to one, get some money in the door now and two, set myself up for future lockdowns to be able to make money and looking at other income streams, really. So the big thing, we had lots of clients during the last lockdown in 2020. Obviously, they were physical stores. They uh, were fitness instructors who all they had was physical operations. And what they did, they really pivoted and went out and moved into that online space. And what we've seen during this lockdown is they've kept a pretty steady revenue stream coming in because of all that work they put into the online space. So not every business can do something like that. Obviously, there's some businesses that are strictly out there, um, cafes, tourism operators, they need people. Yeah. But if it's important to just sit down and say, what could we be doing? What can we do that will get some money in the door? And knowing what you can do at every alert level. So some businesses may have some essential items that they can sell during alert level four. And I've seen it with local cafes that make their own bread and things during this lockdown. They're still delivering that to us. So they're still making some money that way. Nice. And I think that's a really good uh, tip around also not working in the business all the time, but working on the business. Where do you mm. want to take it? What's it going to look like down the road? Because the grind is always there. And this is a good opportunity to think about what you want your business to be long term. So great last tip, Higgs. Nice way to wrap it up. Yep. Thanks, Jess. So 
So thank you very much for joining us today, Andrew. I would encourage you to either talk to Andrew or talk to your accountant if you uh, need help implementing these tips. You want to have a bit of a more robust conversation about the working on your business piece. What are the options available to you? A bit of a brainstorming session. So make sure to have those conversations. Thank you very much for joining us. Before I let you go, please make sure to give us a like, subscribe to our channel. And if you're watching this on podcast, make sure to give us a review. And we'll see you next week. Cheers.